tell you mutant goons from beyond we're back and this time it's a full house because we're all back kind of we're just missing coker but here we are with our new slashers podcast with well let me get let you guys to introduce it yourselves who's on the mic first hey oh. yeah <laughs> yeah Golf clap. Yay. <laughs> who else we got it's a me mikey oh, oh. wow that do, was so cute. Do you have the genealogy to be able to do that without being racist? It's <laughs> no. a fair question. Okay, see, so and I am Jake, the... <laughs> obviously the attorney of the group. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <sighs> okay, well, like I said, we're all kind of back after a little hiatus here, and uh, it's going to be a little harder to edit this episode because we got four tracks going on. So it's going to be like a peanut butter gangbang in an orgy. Trust me, it's not fun. But anyway, we've got a movie from 1977 for you, and this is one that a lot of you guys probably haven't seen, or you have seen and you thought it looked like a fucking snooze fest from the cover, because I'm one of those people. But that is Demon Seed from 1977. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. shit holds up. I don't like a lot of old movies because I'm cranky and I don't have any fucking spare time. But for 92 minutes, I think this is. Mwah. And bonus points streaming free on Tubi and on Roku channel right now. Yeah. So plug for you guys that have your Rokus, you know, besides B-Movie TV and Pervy the Clown, you got you got Demon Seed, which sounds like another porno, you know. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. <laughs> makes me wish I was in a metal band. I would just do a song that's just the script of this. Well, it's funny. I remember when I went to Tennessee, a lot of people were talking about Demon Seed for some reason. And they always like had the overall. Like, yeah, I remember Demon Sheed. Uh, Demon Sheed. So I would try to see this <laughs> Demon Sheed. Were they like big fans of the movie? or is that something else no it's always one of those people you remember like you know like your friend's dad that says like i remember seeing this movie in the 70s uh, mm, oh, they okay. never they, like it's either let's scare jessica to death or demon seed which is what most people remember <laughs> so i'm not saying this about people from tennessee necessarily but with the accent that you gave one would think that demon seed would be like that person's interpretation of interracial relationships yeah especially in the bible belt so yes that I hear that voice, I automatically go to, ooh, something's really bad is about to be said, isn't it? Well, I mean, oh, unless no. you like fucking your cousins or sister, you know, then then that's the perfect for you. Down there. According to Pornhub, that's everybody these days. Jesus, that front page is incestuous as the Old Testament. Yeah, sounding like a real subreddit moderator there. <laughs> Oh, the geez. gays aren't That's immune dark. either because they're the same. No, really? the gays aren't allowed down in Tennessee. From what I remember, it's it's not. Uh, I don't know. It's very like mm, you ain't part of this town. Mm-hmm. I think it's like everywhere. I think in Tennessee, you can probably get railed by a couple of dudes. But if you go like Saskatchewan, Tennessee, or wherever small city there is in Tennessee, it's probably not a. <laughs> Isn't a that thing. in Canada? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just... Saskatoon. I think anyway. Yeah. But I think that there are towns so small in Tennessee that, like, nobody knows they exist. And that the, the person there has, like, a tinfoil crown, and he is the emperor of his mother's womb. Sorry if you listen to this from Tennessee. Oh we God. love you down in Tennessee. One of my f- Alex Powers lives down there. So, oh, hi, Alex. Yeah. Sorry for ostracizing you. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah, the reason Alex. I went to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, not to be, uh, you know controversial again but i don't like 70s movies but this movie was a lot better than i expected it to be i mean i like how fucking political you're being because you can see aid clutching her imaginary pearls and the idea that somebody (laughs) doesn't like a movie from the 70s that is so boring 
It could make your eyes bleed and calcify and turn <laughs> to stalactites. It is not. Well, this movie isn't, but like, let's be honest. The 70s are not the best time. This is a, a rare exception. The 70s are like me. They're they're pretty to look at, but there's really nothing inside. <laughs> oh. No, 70s movies always have that like that greenish brown carpet, and then you get that stupid piccolo flute music. I, I, I cringe every time I hear that piccolo flute music. Oh, yeah. I hate it. And that's Jazz the flute. staple of the 70s. Yeah. Oh my god, but there that's the okay, no, because we have so many good movies from the 70s. Black Christmas. Okay, The Exorcist. I like Halloween. I know you guys don't like that one. Well, um, Jake and Doug, I guess. And and not only that, but like, okay, not just that. Sisters, the Brian De Palma sisters, I believe that came out in the 70s as well. Like, there are some... I see your sisters. I raise you Sister Act, which came out in the 80s. Thank you. <sighs> the hey, she's canceled temporarily. Actually... <laughs> temporarily. I have to bring up Whoopi Goldberg so we can get metadata because everybody's like, she's awful. No, she apologized. She's fine. <laughs> The movies that you're mentioning that actually are good are either very early 70s or very late 70s. It's Ooh. that like meat of the sandwich that's not good. Okay. No, no, Like, okay. So Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That was also remade brood. and awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll give you the brood. So don't. Yeah. Like, you. oh, and, and like Legend of Hell House is so good, too. It's so scary. Okay. But you, you guys just want to hate on everything. <laughs> I'll put it all I'll put it all on red on this one. I think that's the, the gambling metaphor that I want to use. Uh Motel Hell, right? From the eighties? Motel that, was nineteen eighty. Like right on the so Motel Hell counts. That's one of my favorites. There we go. Robert Jaffe. He did the screenplay for that film. So we're all related. And we can agree that the 80s are better than the 70s. So let's just move on, Doug, to the next point that you were going to make. Okay, well, uh, (laughs) I seem to be sidetracked here. But yeah, so Demon Seed was one of those films that a lot of people kind of remember just from the title or like most people that I talked to. I think my dad was one of those people, too. When I went, he's like, I seen it sometime in the drive and I don't remember. But uh, this just seems to be one of the movies that was always put on the wayside because when you watch it and I'll admit to it, it, I don't really classify it as horror. It's more of like a thriller. Basically, it's a home invasion movie where the intruders are your own house or your Alexa system. So, you know, a lot of it's taking place in this house uh, where the girl's kept captive and this this computer wants to know more about her. So it tries to implant its seed uh, into her. And you get Garrett Graham in this too from Child's Play 2 and Phantom of the Paradise. I didn't recognize him at first. He had a full head of hair. <laughs> so which so, one is he? The the friend or the, or the husband? He was the nerdy friend. Okay. Yeah. He looks good. Honestly, if you dedicated that much of your life to being a nerd, you would expect that you wouldn't be so agile, albeit up until your unfortunate demise. Oh, yeah. You could have just kicked that scene with the laser. I'm like, just, you know, and he got stuck in like a, a what is it? A Rubik's Cube thing. So, I know. Um, yeah, poor, poor Garrett Graham. He always ends up dying in all the movies he's in. So <laughs> let's talk about that Rubik's Cube. I hadn't seen this movie before. And I feel like after I saw Interstellar, that robot that does like the clunky, clunky walking thing, that's like a bunch mm-hmm. of just like metal chunks. I think it ripped this off. And I think this was better. What do you, do you guys know what I'm talking about? You don't you didn't watch the movie. You just watched the memes with sad Matthew McConaughey. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> I don't remember that. But th- that kind of put me that reminded me of the thing from Hellraiser 2. Okay. Leviathan. So that, that's what it reminded uh, me of. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. I couldn't I couldn't remember exactly what. But yeah. You're right. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just a big glob of floating demon seed. I was like, is that supposed to be like 
has come because it came in like little tubes at first, like little blocks, <laughs> like little Toblerone bars. Oh. I thought they were going to shoot one in there, but I guess not. Oh I thought she was already <laughs> pregnant after the first like examination. That was something when they're like started talking about it. I'm like, wait, isn't this spoken for already? And then he like kind oh. of like talks her into it. This this is going to be a weird one. Dean Koontz, uh, you're not uh, you're not as clean as I thought you were, sir. I always thought that Stephen King was the pervy derby. Well, it depends how close to the source material it is, because I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, he hasn't impregnated her yet, but he like did all that shit to her when she was knocked out. Like, why don't you just put it all up there? Like, you know, I'm not condoning robot rape anybody, (laughs) but if his end goal was to impregnate her and he's doing all these things to her already, then he's like, and by the way, which he is romantic at the end when he said the child is in you. I was oh like, my god! It was I was so nice about it. Really hoping that there'd be like candles, and then that shitty little wheelchair robot would come in with a plate of spaghetti, <laughs> and just be like, "I love you, my yeah, wife." That, <laughs> <laughs> that wheelchair robot, yeah, it needed a date because it was only dating uh, Rosie Palms and her five fingers there. But uh, besides, <laughs> besides that, so quick point on this here: this robot. It didn't really have a mind of its own. I feel like someone pro one of the programmers programmed it to get all pervy and stuff like that because I mean that's how Chucky was in the Child's Play remake. You know, it learned like a toddler did. You know, so maybe that's what it was, or was it in the source code? I didn't pick up on that. I don't know if you guys did. Well, it, it was supposed to absorb all of the knowledge, and he had the Alex had put in like the basic core tenets, and so I think there's supposed to be. What I took, especially when you see that the kid at the end is the, their kid once again was almost this like I don't think it was overt but like the subconscious like that's what his like if he could with all of the resources and all of you know everything he would recreate his child and have his own life back and so now he's in a situation where his life goes back to square one where he's get he's still with his wife and he gets the kid am I reading it wrong did you guys read it differently I got that also but I didn't like I kind of was had like Hal in the back of my mind. Yeah. How it just kind of turns on where it has to protect itself, but it used the knowledge that it already had to put it where it was. But it was weird to see it just be okay with dying, right? Because that like you said, every time there's a computer, it's always like, I can't let you do that. And it's always <laughs> trying to protect its own self-interest because like, you know, generally the concept is that the computer doesn't believe in heaven or an afterlife. So once power goes off, it goes dead. And so in this one, it was just like, yeah, I'm going to die, but I'm not really going to die. I'm, I'm going to John Malkovich, your daughter. Well, that could also be a hint to the director because he committed suicide in 1986. So there's that. Via <laughs> shotgun blast. Is Via that shotgun. before or after Kurt Cobain? Probably when that trend was hot. I don't know. When, oh when was God, shotgun blast in the face in the hot trend? Cock it like it's hot. Cock it like it's 1994. So he ripped off Kurt Cobain. Must have been a big fan. <laughs> you know, too bad because he was also spo- he was going to direct RoboCop 2. Did you see that? Yeah, that would be very weird. I would be a lot more sexual. But also, like, there's a lot of sexiness in RoboCop 2. When the lady doctor's like... <laughs> Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's uh Robo Kane. Like remember, this is like getting the orgasm for the juice. So <laughs> I'm kind of interested in looking up rule 34 and seeing if that's happened. That has to have happened, right? I'm sure. I mean, you got Hitachi machines, uh, you know, free samples at Costco I saw. So, <gasps> you know, and they do it by themselves. I saw a, a a meme on the subreddit Witches versus the Patriarchy. It's one of my all-time favorite subreddits. And they they every time I've ever posted, they're like, You're too negative, because I posted some silly stuff. 
it was a screen cap from Dragon Ball. Shut up. But there was a bunch <laughs> of witches at like a coven thing. And it's like, witches, raise your wands. And the one lady like looks pensive and then she like holds up her Hitachi. <laughs> it was very, very used. <laughs> Uh, well, if you need any last minute Valentine's Day gifts, take the demon seed route and uh, get a Hitachi. Here we go. Yeah. Well, speaking of Valentine's Day, this is, will come out on Valentine's Day on Monday. So, yeah. So this is a good love fitting. story. Instead of yeah. Valentine's, it'll be VD Day. So venereal disease robot day. <laughs> VDR day. Oh, my God. No, I I, I don't. Mm. I'm afraid to get into to what you think of it because I could see you <laughs> liking the movie at parts and then just hating everything about it. You have a look of more hatred, but I think that you're going to be like, but I do understand that at least one thing is good. Yeah. Well, okay. Like I'm like choking on my water because I don't even know what to say. Like I'm watching <laughs> this. I, I started it last night and then I was pissed because uh, the Wi-Fi something with a connection went out. I don't know. Anyways, Neither here nor there. Well, it's Sorry. almost like the demon seed was trying to stop you from watching this movie because it knew you weren't going to like it because he's romantic. So when he comes to impregnate you later, he's like, but I bought you flowers and made you not watch movie. Okay. <laughs> firstly, he's not romantic. And I'll tell you why. Because if he's, if he, firstly, if he was, his mind is after <laughs> Alex's, right? Or modeled after Alex's or, or that's where he got, you know, his intelligence or whatever. Alex is a prick in the beginning of the movie. Like when he comes home to talk to her and he's like, I'll be moving out and he's just talking to her. He's like, you know, this happens. He's just very like insensitive to her. And I think it's even worse when you think about it at the end of the film, because then we realize like they have a dead child and he's just being a fucking prick. Like, like, ew. And so there's that. Um, so I don't think that the monster or the monster, I keep calling it a monster. I don't think the robot at all is romantic. I think it is a disgusting pig. And I mean, and that's I take the offense because I used all of these moves in winning over my wife when we were dating. Oh, I, what, you tied, this is my tied, playbook, man. Tied her up with wires, starved <laughs> her and, you know, burned are her feet. You, I don't, you lobotomized her head. Yeah. Are we going to have to do a welfare check on your wife? No. <laughs> <laughs> she's she fine she is fine wrong just here. only look she's at the fine. little camera the little camera version of her which like, ah, stepford wife well and that's the thing too is that he he gives her no choices he basically tells her you accept it or i'll change your mind and it's almost akin to an abusive relationship to where either you deal with it or you somehow get out of it but it's all they're always like in the back of your head right oh he gaslights her for sure like basically doing the you made me do this to you thing like now yeah and especially the now clean the lenses going back to that and anchoring it on that that's like this that abusive pattern of like you i need you to give up and i need to win on this basis (laughs) yeah yeah, Ooh. no, I can't. Uh, like, that's just so many parts of it got me so angry. And I'm sitting here on the couch, just like shaking my head. It's just, oh, I'm like covering my mouth, but I was sitting on the couch just shaking my <laughs> this head. This is an audio podcast. I don't know if you do that. I, I, I know. Um, <laughs> and I just, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I was very unhappy with a lot of the movie and there are things that I do like okay so one thing I liked was that I feel that she she didn't really give up too early I mean he basically had to beat her down to into nothing before you know she gave in and she was only trying to protect her client right so 
I'll give her that. I don't like the fact, though, that I feel like a lot of movies do this where it's sort of like a Stockholm Syndrome thing. Like at the end when Alex comes in the house to find her and she's all of a sudden she's okay. She's dressed nicely. She did her hair, got her makeup on. And she's looking at him like, you need to understand. Like, no, bitch. The door is open. Get the fuck out of the house. Like, I wouldn't even stay there. Like, even when the guy wrestled the other robot, like, what was his first thing he did? He went in the basement. Like, leave the fucking house. I, I don't know. I was just very. Yeah, yeah. I, I see what annoyed. you mean. I, I yeah. thought about that, too. Like, when Garrett Graham kind of comes in the room, I'm like, yeah, the window's open. You could just jump. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's not like the robot's going to do anything. Oh, yeah. Every time in these movies, I'm always like, okay, pretend you're going to walk him to the door and then run your ass out the door with him. But yeah. I see, I see like how you could, how you have that perception in the movie. I kind of took it a different route because the whole time she's fighting, even if she made some mistakes that I was like, you could have just gone out if you did this, but whatever. I think that, you know, she didn't necessarily give up. I think she had to modify her plan given the circumstances because there really isn't a way for her to get out of this. She's tried. It somehow controls gas, even though it's electric. But um, <laughs> and, uh, it, it eats garbanzo. So, that's why. Yeah, it's so, vegan. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end, whenever her husband does come in, I think her plan isn't complete until she kills the kid. So she has to act like, and then she looks better because he's not abusing her so much anymore because he got what he wanted out of her. Now he thinks it's just a waiting game. You know, he thinks she's gonna see this because he even says. She goes, can I see the kid whenever she has their, can I see the child whenever she has the baby? And he's like, if you want to love it, then no. Because yeah. it's ugly. <laughs> that nappy weave it had when it came out. But like but, most um, babies are like super fucking ugly, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. There's a reason why we don't use placenta as like lubricant. Just say. <laughs> Well, some people do. Oh, Douglas. Some people eat it. Some, <laughs> some people, people eat, eat it. Their little pills yeah. and stuff. What I think this well, movie really needed was uh, <laughs> they needed a scene where the little sh metal shutters that go down chop someone in half or something like that to show how quickly that could happen. You know, like it's, yeah. I would sacrifice while it's my favorite part of the movie, as evidenced by my zoom background with the guy getting his head pinchied off. Uh, I still think that if he had like tried to dive out the window and gotten cut, I think that'd be way more dynamic and interesting uh, because it is kind of this ambiguous threat throughout. Now, Abe, let me ask you, you seem frustrated. You praised your voice. You spoke rapidly, almost like Jake does. Was that because the movie was effective in what it was doing or do you feel exploited by it? Do you get the difference there? I do get the difference. I do not feel exploited by it. I think the movie was effective. I still don't like it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. Okay. I, I, I completely understand. But you know, we talked about it on last week's episode with Child's Play. I often feel like things just ploy you as a, a parent and be like, oh, well, you the little kids in danger. Blah. I'm like, I love movies where kids die. I've watched the first episode of this show was Pet Cemetery, where a kid dies. And so in this movie, I could absolutely sympathize with what you're saying because rape is a very, very no-no thing for me. And honestly, this was one of the because of the like long-standing progression, and maybe it's because we just did misery too. It very much reminded me of that. So I, my mind was comparing it to so many different things. I never really focused as much on that, um, which I think saved me a lot of turmoil. Mm -hmm. No, I, I yeah. agree. And I mean, I guess there is a lot going on in the movie. I don't dislike it. Like I, I like the beginning of it a lot, and I did. You know, starts like a typical seventies horror movie, and I did think it was horrific in a lot of ways. Like there was one point where she's at the beginning when she can't get out right away 
and she's running around and then she's starting to realize like she's she's trapped in this house. And I started feeling like this sense of, you know, this impending sense of dread watching her because now she's stuck in here. And like if that happened, to, like I got stuck on the elevator this morning and I almost fucking like lost my shit. Dude, Devil's <laughs> actually a, a pretty good movie. The M. Night Shyamalan in the an elevator. Yeah, no, that is a good one. I do like that one. But back to this one, I just think that I would I would have if I was her, I probably would have lost my shit. I probably would have been throwing things at the wall. I would have just been just like destroying things. I would have gotten all the cameras down. Like I I honestly probably the computer probably would have just killed me for being, quote, irrational. Right. Because every, <laughs> everything that happens to her, everything he does to her, he blames on her behavior and her reactions because she's not being. What did he keep? Why do we keep saying him? What did it keep saying to her? Um, that Wait, she's refers being, to her being emotional and juvenile and yeah, there's a few different words he uses to kind yeah. of put it out. And, it and just, he also it, says ugh. he also says I'm reasonable. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> so, well, so he makes she, it seem like wasn't she a child psychologist too? So I thought she was tra- tra- trying to channel that uh, into. I mean, it, it kind of sucks because her biggest line of defense was throwing eggs at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remember, there's a breakfast at it, and he's like, the egg attack. Yeah, and, and then uh, the robot just says, that's stupid. Like, yeah. literally, that's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was honestly, like, effective, though, because there were times, like, in the, like, the insemination scene or whatever, like, when it was over, I found that it was almost, like, kind of had the same feeling afterwards, like, when you watch a good chase scene, like, oh, I didn't realize that was kind of tense and, like, my heart was beating a little fast. Like, it is really effective to get you feeling that she's in trouble and that this robot is even though it's technically not like a human it's not capable of you know hate and all that stuff it's just it's it's almost evil and i was i was actually wondering which book came out first um demon seed or rosemary's baby because i was Mm. noticing a lot of connections between the two i believe rosemary's baby came out first that's ira levin and this came out dean coons did in 73 okay was i the only one that kind of saw like similarities between the two or well, I think with, I mean, I'm just speculating here, but with the success of Rosemary's Baby and, and films like that, and when did The Brood come out? The Brood came out, I feel like there's a lot of 70s films that sort of exploit, even sisters, like, you know, female um, reproduction and the the horrors that come with losing a child or um, being put into a situation where you can't protect, you can't do anything to protect your child. Like for instance, with Rosemary, especially. And so Mm -hmm. until she realizes, you know, his name is the devil. And then they named the baby Adrian. I'm like, what is that? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But as far, like, I just think that that was such a, I I don't know if that was effective back then. I don't know how people felt. I, you know, I guess I could look that up, but like, I'm assuming there's a strong reaction and a popular one at that considering there are so many of them that have these, these different uh, themes in that. So I don't know. That's, that's yeah. a good question. Yeah. And one thing that I really wish that I had taken the time to read the book, honestly, I didn't even realize it was based on a book until we started watching it. And then, because when Me I looked too. it up, so Tubi, for those of you who don't know, has 48 films right now that have demon in the title. And so the poster for this movie is really good. It's super intense, uh, but it has Julie Christie carries the demon seed for her. And so it was like, you know, I had a feeling it was the right movie, but I had to double check. And when I looked, that's when I saw the Dean Koontz cover, which I said was kind of sexy. But the Dean Koontz cover says the prophetic novel of a profane and inhuman 
love. So I kind of I want to read it just to see, even though this episode will be over, maybe we'll do like a postscript in, in you know six years when I can finally finish a paperback. Because I wonder if it's more not necessarily romantic, but like if their bond becomes greater through this common goal of like leukemia and whatnot. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's what they tried to portray in the movie, but they just didn't have enough time. Like maybe that's why she was so not as aggressive towards Alfred. You know what I mean? So maybe there was something in between, but you gotta read the book and uh I don't know. I, I could see I could see there being a lot more subtext in the in the in the book than the movie. So mm. good cheese made though, because when I was watching it, I, I remind remind me of a Last Call, a toxic love story. So. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, available on Amazon. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, sure, just like that. I'm like on riding the coattails of Dean Koontz here. No, well, yeah, you got your Dean Koontz uh, cheese made basically. So. Uh, well, I'm wearing a Twilight shirt, so there's that. <laughs> the Vampire Boy I, book? Yeah, you see my Edward? Oh, cool. It even says Aww. his name, Edward. Edward. How cute. Edward, well, Dean yeah. Kuntz didn't write that book. No. <laughs> no, that was Dean Kuntz. So. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something kind of related with his last name. I knew it. I was oh. just waiting for it. Uh, I, had I to. was I'm curious though. Now. Well, I guess so. One thing that did also make me think of Rosemary's Baby is at the end when she actually sees it, and it looks like this. Um, <laughs> and she's like, "But it doesn't show you what it looks like for a long time." And she's like, "No, because that's how Rosemary's Baby ends." And so I was like, "Okay, was the machine actually a demon, and it's the devil in there? Like, what's going on?" But then you see it, and you realize it's mechanical. Yeah. Um, but I was I was curious as to why they chose the title "Demon Seed" because. You know, unless I don't know, cyber technology, something evil? like that, I think makes a lot yeah. more sense to your point. Demon is distracting. Yeah, because it, it makes it seem like supernatural. And it also implies that the the ro- I mean, I guess we could consider the robot evil, but that would be more like the robot being an entity and not so much as. Mm hmm. I guess AI. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Demon Seed, I don't think goes with it at all because it's it implies that this is a movie about possession. And so I assume, I mean, yeah, technically he does possess her in some way, shape or form. Oh, like, when, when he does the Jeffrey Dahmer and drills into her brain and makes her, a, a, yeah. that was one thing that was frustrating is it's like either work or don't like, if you can create yeah. a cure for leukemia, are you saying that the human, the well, specifically the female mind is so enigmatic. You can't even brainwash it correctly. Guy, come on. <sighs> Yeah, I like how he does all that stuff to her brain, and he's like, I haven't even brainwashed you yet. It's like, what the fuck were you doing two seconds ago? <laughs> Why'd you put the bike pump needle inside of her temple? Well, I mean, it's a series of violations. The entire movie, this this thing is violating her in so many ways, like physically, emotionally. And I just, it's so, I, I don't, and I don't even know, like, if I could say it's triggering, because, like, what does that say about me that, like, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, this is fiction and this is just this is a robot. I don't know. I, I Yeah, but it's good to express your thoughts. You're not like you're not like you're staining your fat Cheeto stained fingers on the keyboard saying, Cancel Demon Sheet, it needs to be stopped now. You know what I mean? There's a difference. We're we're exploring it. So we're talking about it. Like the MMs. The fucking MMs. Oh my god. Could you imagine how much sexier this movie would be if she was an M M&M? M? Oh, oh my god. god. With the high heel one. shoes. Yeah, Tucker uh, Carlson would be coming all over this movie. I would I would have a gelatinous <laughs> sputum that I, I'd have it in such copious amounts you could just take it instead of having to make sperm out of woman genes. 
Oh my god. <laughs> She'd go from a plain peanut M&M. Oh, damn it. I ruined oh my, my joke. <laughs> no. She'd go to a plain M&M to a peanut M&M once I finish. Because uh, I'm not inside. <laughs> I I knew she knew the punchline, so I had to say it to see the look on her face. And she rolled her eyes, blinked, and rolled her eyes again because her pupils reset. I can't do it. <sighs> oh my god. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm looking at the book cover now. I the book cover's fun, so that's nice. It looks like she's gonna fuck that robot and enjoy it, right? Yeah, I mean, she's got her little nighty on. Like, it looks like the cover of a romance novel. Oh, yours has a nighty? The one I was looking at is just butthole. What? Yeah, dude. <laughs> there's, a, there's just a butthole? <laughs> right there. Look, I'm sharing my screen right now. Here we go. This is a butthole right there. <laughs> so, do you get to see my That's cursor when I share my screen? Yeah, why are you? Oh my god, I hate you. She's gonna leave that there. <laughs> well, it looks like it looks like she's seducing the machine. Yeah, exactly. She's getting what she wants. That's what I mean. Like, no, no, let let's not victim blame. Did <laughs> <laughs> you believe her wearing that outfit in that neighborhood? And it's like I was naked in my own house. What do you want me yeah, to do? Don't look at my house. <laughs> so this robot's just an incel, basically. So I oh, mean, yeah. uh it's so gross. Like even when it's watching her, like the, the way the the way the camera. The, is sometimes like how voyeuristic it is before it even reveals itself. Like when she's naked coming, getting out of the shower and the way he's watching her, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, Oh, I can't do this movie. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Aid. That's, you know, you I think we've, you saw the blade runner 2049 when the robot lady has the other robot lady, fuck the robot guy. You remember that whole thing? How would you feel if the roles of this film were reversed? And you had a robot lady trying to suck the seed out of a guy. And that was the demon seed to put into the robot. You'd have a line down the street for that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's hard to be sympathetic to a guy because guys are like, yeah, dude, fucking finally. You girls have had it too good for too long with these dildonics. Well, what was Doug? What was that uh, room you were saying where like they put the tire over you and like someone just comes and like what? The fuck? Oh, yeah, it's a washing machine. And he's it's like, a, yeah, and you pay a quarter. You pay a quarter, and then uh, you're in this washing machine. You spin around, and then your dick's getting sucked by random people. It, it's so, a fetish in Tokyo. It's in Tokyo decadence, which we got to do. Sure. Oh my god, we have to watch that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned about women saying they have dildos or like machinery, right? To, I guess it's machinery. It goes back hundreds of years. Have you ever seen a wood crank dildo? They exist. Well, you know, somebody has to do it, okay? I'm just saying. Well, you yeah, remember the fingers. hysterical paroxysms. <laughs> the, the fingers don't work. Last time I tried that, Yahira said I gave her an abortion, so I had to cut her my fingernails on there. So oh, my God. God. That's why the machines are better. Jesus, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> I, I know. I thought, I thought I had good nails. I guess they're, you know, got to trim them. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! I can't! I can't do it. Um, but yeah. So and which I get. Okay. So if if the, if the thing, I'm sorry. Like this movie got me so like hot and bothered. I just don't even know what to Hold make on. of it. Okay. <laughs> this is an exclusive for the the YouTube audience. Okay. We're all we're all on board. I'm gonna share my screen again. And Doug, this is what you need to do. And then she'll never complain about your nails again. Ready? You use one of these bad boys. Editor's note. On this screen, Jake displayed one of those weird rubber finger puppet things with the tiny arms and the googly eyes. <laughs> oh, I, and I have some of those too. There you go. 
Yeah, you're gonna okay. lose one up there. Just remember, to make sure how count how many you have because you want to make sure you have all of them at the end. Well, you'll see that you know on Instagram when they show like the X-rays of stuff that's stuck in your body. They'll show those little finger puppets. Just a bunch of little dinosaurs. In it. Yeah, I, I have some of those too. I, I don't forget where I got them from. So. We broke eight again. Oh no. <laughs> Well, one of them looks like a rabbit, so I guess that counts. There we go. <laughs> so, okay, point taken. Yeah, now, Aid, go back to talking about how robots suck the sperm out of people or whatever you're going to say. Oh, okay. So it's interesting <laughs> that you mentioned about the mechanical sex toys, I guess, because, I mean, obviously when he's when it is doing whatever it was doing to impregnate her, like what was that thing that was coming out? Like, I mean, obviously it was served as a phallic piece, like this big heart. It looks like, um, a Toblerone bar. Not a Toblerone. Like <laughs> when, the when she's, the final one that comes when out. She's yeah, dude. See, yeah. When, when she's seeing like, all the colors. Why is it so ribbed? Oh yeah. That's what it was like. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like a like Toblerone a, bar. Like he said, it. I can't <laughs> top that joke. I'm sorry. And by the way, the whole insemination scene, I was like, okay, Windows Media Player, like, Bro. that's what it looked like. Yeah, it was like Windows Media Player or The Void. I think The Void took Or Star Trek, the motion picture. Jesus, I just rewatched that the other day. And I was like, oh, my God, this isn't that impressive. Please stop. Like, is this what a female Sorry. orgasm looks like? I'm not impressed. In the 90s. In the, no, in the 70s. In the 70s. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Aid. I keep interrupting. Go ahead. You know, I, 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 I can't. I can't do it anymore. No, please do. Go on with your story. I want to hear it. Here, well, this, is what I I want. this is your thesis because you forgot. So I'll give you a new prompt. Here's your new thought okay. prompt. Compare this movie where a lady fucks a robot to the song Panama where David Lee Roth wants to fuck a car go well i guess it's okay because again it's a man it goes back to the same thing like would a guy want to get sucked off by a robot like why wouldn't he i mean if somebody's gonna like give you a blowjob are you gonna say no is it a girl <laughs> robot or a boy robot well i I'm guess it would depend I'm just kidding. but then you know if you okay like imagine I, I guess I should know. say man or woman. I don't mean to say girl or boy. That, thank you. Because when you said that, I was yeah. like, hey. no, I meant man or woman robot. Because literally I, behind you is a little girl robot. And that that's no, what they look like. I threw her out. Uh, OK, but it, oh, uh, that it, one. Ew. Ew, oh, my God. Did you like yeah, when no, he peeled the shell off? That reminded me of like, uh, you know, planters peanuts. That's what Mr. <laughs> Peanut looks like underneath. He's a little blonde girl. <laughs> Well, I figured that's what was going to happen when he started breaking it open. I'm like, oh, here we go. There's going to be a baby under there for real. And then they're going to love it because it <laughs> yeah, looks like, like a person. A five-year-old baby. <laughs> yeah. and uh, But I, I did like it that it did look like the girl. But then it opened its mouth. Oh, I know. It's like, <laughs> it's me. I just started laughing. I'm like, this is the stupidest fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this whole intense, crazy movie and the girl opens her mouth and it's that stupid voice and she sounds like a smoker now, like or something. I mean, it was so bad. I, if it had just been her voice and saying it, I think it would have been a hundred times more effective than. Or her voice, was, like an ambient overlay of his voice. Right. So that because right Something. now it's like trying to rip off Linda Blair but it's just so silly like there's <laughs> no <laughs> way this was ever going to work I, I really I struggle to imagine a scenario where the guys editing this film didn't chuckle at least once 
Well, yeah. I mean, it's so like I just, I, for lack of a better word, it's just stupid. I mean, especially with the buildup and everything, with the movie being pretty consistent throughout. I mean, the tone. I feel like, and then that ending. I'm like, no. So it was a nice little comedic relief, but I don't think that was intentional. Well, see, I mean, they could have done it positively. Like what I would have thought is like, well, she does talk like a robot. So that's saving us a thousand dollars on daycare. She could just stay home and do the dishes and clean when we're out working. So there you go. See, it's a robotic Alexa that moves. Oh, my God. Like small wonder. And then you have like the nosy redheaded neighbor girl who's like, I know that bitch is a robot. Yeah, you get cheese my neighbors and she ends up going after Barbara or something. <laughs> I love that. The one thing that I did think kind of took away from being as creepy as it could be is kind of like the robot's vernacular, I guess you could say. Because, and I mean, I, I hate to keep comparing it to Space Odyssey, but like it's Space Odyssey, first, the, robot, yeah. this, the robot talked like a robot. And that's what made it freaky is the first time it, it like defies whatever his name is. But like. I don't think a robot would be like, you are insane. It's like a robot doesn't notice that you're insane. <laughs> you know, like I honestly feel like that's loaded language that, you know, in my impression of watching it, I, I certainly don't think this was the intention of the screenwriters at all. That language is so selectively misogynist. It feels like it was deliberately meant to manipulate her more than it um. was like a human. Like, I honestly feel that if it was a guy in the scenario, he would use different words. But because women have so often been like subjugated with use of that, that's the way I took it. But that's the great you thing skip about it. Like, leg well, yeah, I mean, you're Did right, you just though. say that the robot would tell him he skipped leg day? Yeah. <laughs> Listen here, bro. I have 5,004 more followers than you. Yeah. Those are the smallest calves I've seen. Watch you give me that fucking sperm. I'm going to put it inside this robo pussy. I will make the best fucking weightlifting robot you ever seen. Gonna kill the leukemia with them legs. Is that an Andrew Dice Clay robot Alexa? Uh Hickory dickory, suck my cock. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh, you guys are making me hot. Honestly, I kind of wish that Andrew Dice Clay opened a barbecue restaurant called Hickory Dickory. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I always thought I wanted to open up a coffee shop. I told you, Hira, I'm like, I want to do a coffee shop. I'm like, what are you going to call it? I call it the Flicked Bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That could go over so well. And people would go. Dude, you know. we saw a vagina steaming business. Adrian, is this a thing that women get their vaginas <laughs> steamed? You're not giant. supposed to just like shove things up there. Like, what? It was, was a it, like, facility steam for steaming vaginas. And there was oh, a vagina like- in the logo of the – it was a business across from a fucking candy store. I'm not even kidding. And it's literally orange vulva going around. It was amazing. I wish I had a vagina to get it steamed there. Well, I don't know about that, but I watched this show called Claws, <laughs> and they have a spa like expo, and they have those vagina and I think anal steamings where you just sit over like a – I don't know, like, a, what are they called? The Vicks thing that you put in the room? <laughs> <laughs> fire, Just like, yeah, you just humidify your anus? So you, you can be like, oh, your pH levels. <laughs> <laughs> see, I can see the cranky husband. I can see, like, Aid wanting to go. Aid's like, it's like, you know, I want to go get a steamed vagina session. And then Dan's like, oh, my God, it's $200. We have a rice cooker at home. We'll just use that. <laughs> <laughs> she has starchy bag. Get the instant pot and put it on <laughs> steam. <laughs> 
can we not talk about my vagina anymore? Like, that would be great. It's better a rice maker than a bread maker because that's how you get a yeast infection. Yeast infection. Yeast. Hey, everybody. Oh, uh, man. man. These jokes are going good. Who would have thought a movie called Demon Seed had so many vagina jokes i don't know after the past couple episodes i've been on come seems to be the pretty common theme here yeah even so the name of the movie up. is demon scene oh yeah that's true there's it's like not demon clam jam it's demon scene <laughs> so we have adrian who's uh shit obsessed mikey who's uh spermatologically obsessed doug what's your uh, viscous human substance that you're obsessed with oh truffle I- butter <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what truffle butter was. I went to the. I, I kept googling it when I did that post. I kept putting cookie butter. And I'm like, why oh, can I, I not find truffle butter? <laughs> he, posted, butter. <laughs> he posted it on his Facebook, and I was like, oh, that's funny. That's funny. He doesn't know what it I, is, I and I was like, oh no, was. he really doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm into all the 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 vomit and throw up uh, humor. So, There's Ren a- Stimpy ruined me as a child. Mm. There's a great video that makes its way onto the front page of Reddit every so often where it's like a hot girl and she's got her hot friend girl who's clearly drunk on like resting on her shoulder and she just throws up on her over and over again and it looks like gravy and it comes up every time and I watch it every time because it's amazingly revolting. So Google that. Yeah, it's funny stuff like that. Like I remember it like just hearing stories like that and it just always like stuck with me because I'm like, that is so fucking funny. So you know, I'm kind of doing a scene. Well, I remember as a kid, my dad told me that they went to um, their friend's house and they had a stripper upstairs and the downstairs area, it was very steep. So the one guy, they called him Weird Mike. I guess he grabbed her stilettos because she left it on the side when she was going to change. And he came in the stilettos and he left it there. And uh, then the stripper comes out. She puts her stilettos on and she goes down the stairs and she slips and she falls down the stairs because she had cum in her shoes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how I remember stupid stories like that. He came. She go. Yeah, come and go. Thank you. Yeah. I don't approve of that message. Back, back to the movie. Um, oh, yes. What, what do we think of this vision of the future from the 70s? Really not that bad when you think about like smart homes made this age pretty well. I don't like to use the term it was before its time because I don't really understand the term. But I think I can say for this movie, it was ahead of this time because this is exactly where we are. There was just a news article about how they have an AI that can reproduce itself now. Like Um, in a person? No, not in a person. But the AIs can reproduce within each other. Um I didn't read too much into it because I knew I wasn't going to understand it, but the article's <laughs> out there. Well, well, I mean, now you can kind of create your own kid, right? Like through gene splicing and stuff. Oh, yeah. Not, not gene splicing, but you can kind of pick your your kid, how you want them to be, how look and stuff like actually, that. Actually, yes, because when you do like uh, surrogacy, I think you can actually choose the gender of the baby. Yep. They just uh, throw away the ones that aren't the gender they want. It beats the old world way where you pull on one testicle while you ejaculate or the other. And that determines if it's a boy or a girl. That's science. Mm-hmm. That's old world. Yeah. science. Mm. What is that again? So when you <laughs> when you are ejaculating to make the baby, if you pull on one testicle, it's one baby. So it's very important that if you're trying to do have one of each that you remember which one you pulled on. And then the next time you pull on the other one, you get the other kind of baby. Doug is like taking notes. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking notes. You hear that, Alexa? <laughs> I can't. Anyway. So, so Aid, you take the uh, next topic. Oh well, it's fine. Well, 
No pressure. I go. Think it was, no, no, I, no, think, no, I think. I'm done. <laughs> Sorry, no. Stella's behind me, just being awful right now. Um, I didn't really yeah. hear her, so that's good. Just because I she's crying over by the closet because I threw her ball in there. Go get anyway, Alfred to take care of her. I know. I like. Oh, I I almost said a I almost said Alexa, but the she's A-word, sitting right yeah. next. She's sitting right next to me, and I don't need her listening. I I do like the fact that the movie seems. I mean, it's pretty well done. It's it looked great on my TV. So honestly, I think it. I guess they restored. I assume they restored it. No. Yeah, in in 2020, it had a 4K restoration, so that's that's what's on all the streaming sources now. Okay, and and yeah, I think that it, you know, I think it looks good. I think it, I think a lot of people would be able to watch it today and still be able to relate to it. I mean, the the shittiest thing for her was that she didn't have her a phone, right? I mean, she couldn't. <laughs> she had the, the cell phone. But like, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I just go get my phone. And I'm like, oh wait, she can't go get her phone. Duh. <laughs> like. Um, so I think that's probably to the film's detriment. So I was reading something as I was looking this up and somebody would said, somebody had said that this would be a really good movie to make again now. And I, I agree. Yes. And no. Yes. Because I think it's a, a cool concept. I think that we should just kind of like hold back on like the really rapey stuff maybe, or not hold back on it, but not, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I think maybe the psychological not. element is the scarier part. For a lot of it. Yeah. Like, I think that's what I would be intrigued to see again. Because especially if you set it back in the past and look at uh, like that's one thing that's always very frustrating is when you look at period pieces, very rarely do you look at like an old school view of the future. Right. So if we set it basically in the same kind of time frame where it's the 70s, but, you know, futuristic and then we just had better cinematography, it's more engaging and it, it's not the penetrative act, but it's the psychological act. I think the cinematography could be great because a lot of these shots are really just long, wide, and static. They're not very dynamic. They're not very leering. It's not creepy because it, it's so stationary. I think you could do a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. But of course, you know that what they would do now is that most of it would be CGI. And <laughs> just don't let Rob Zombie direct it. Oh, I'd love it. Uh, you know, you get Sherry Moon as the robot. So yeah, it would be like redneck robots. I'd be at the trailer park or something. Like, get your fucking <laughs> gut burner over here. Um, <laughs> actually, you know, I, I could see a 24 putting this out. I could so. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I like that idea. Actually. I think that they would, they would do well with it. I just, that my only concern would be really shitty CGI. And so, It'd be so easy to do that for something like this, especially considering it's futuristic and we're dealing with technology and things of that nature. So do we really know what certain things look like? We should probably talk about that thing at the end <laughs> that popped out. That was the size of a man. And then all of a sudden was a little kid when they, <laughs> so they well, took the peanut well, shell off. Yeah. <laughs> he moved. The opposite. When Mikey moved, I saw it there. I'm like, Oh, he turned into that ugly baby thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the opposite. I thought that when it came out, it was smaller than when they took because when they took the, the things off of her, she looked like five. But when it came out, it kind of looked like a two year old. Like, Meh. <laughs> oh, yep. really? Uh, I don't know. That may have just been me. I don't know. Yeah, th- that thing looked like a roadhouse steakhouse floor. You know where they throw all the peanuts oh on the God. floor. That's what yeah. it looked like. <laughs> Northwoods in. <laughs> I was just like, why does it have such long red hair? And it was like the like Party City wig, like <laughs> 40 inches. It was really weird. It looked like Thai glass noodles for a second there. Well, they were like wires or something, right? I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. No, I thought it was hair. 
So like dried dog poop. That's what it looked like. It's taken 25 years, but I am finally halfway through Dragon Ball GT. And so the villain is called Baby, and it's a robot baby that's evil. And so looking at this, and I was like, yep, this is a weird overlap in my brain. Uh, so, hmm. yeah. Well, there you go. So these filmmakers probably put something on the people who did Dragon Ball Z, you know. Inspiration. They, yeah. I have a quick question for you all. I will give $5. I will, I will Venmo you five fucking dollars if you can tell me what other movie Robert Vaughn played a robot in. I don't even know who that is. He's the guy who voiced That's the robot. The voice. Yeah, he sounded really familiar. He was in Pootie Tang, Basketball, <laughs> Buried Alive, Chud 2, and... With Zombie him. 5. <laughs> Nope. Superman 3 with Richard Pryor. He gets turned into a robot at the end. Mm. Hmm. So it's like a sequel. Exactly. <gasps> this is in the DC Extended Cinematic Universe. <laughs> the DC Extended Cinematic Universe. Okay, I gotta remember that. Oh my god. Whoa. Uh-oh. It's a real dog. Yeah, that's hey, have, have your dog take notes. That's what a real dog sounds like. Instead of this squeaking shit. Your dog sounds like a mouse, an angry mouse. Oh, my uh, baby. Oh, another fun uh, sci-fi thing. This features an uncredited appearance of Michael Dorn, who would go on to play Lieutenant Worf in Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, wow. Of course, you'd find that out. I did. Who <laughs> <laughs> was in Star Trek? Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, I thought you were going to oh. say uh, Fritz Weaver, who played Alex Harris because he was on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. That was my next... That was your next one. Point. Yes. Yeah. Bullet pointed list. Number one, let's kick Whoopi Washes down. Number two, Fritz Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> Fritz Weaver always played like the perfect boring guy, Dude. except in Reanimator, I think. Well, he was kind of boring in Reanimator, except when he gets decapitated. So, uh, oh. so that's actually the fun thing. David Gale and Fritz Weaver look so much alike. I kept going back and forth through everything. And so I like lost my mind at one point. I'm like, this is the same fucking guy. And then it wasn't. And I wait, that's not the same guy, is it? That isn't. That's Holy David shit. Gale who plays Dr. Hill. Exactly. They look. Yeah, they look. OK. They yeah, even from sound Creep alike. Show. He yeah. is a creep show. That's correct. That's the weird oh, thing, too, because so the dubbing in this is really bad. So at first I was looking at this as like one of those Italian movies that's set in the United States. And I was like, I wonder if they mm -hmm. just got David Gale to do the voiceover for this guy because it was so similar. Uh, very distracting. Wow. Well, I learned something new today. I thought when I was watching, I'm like, oh, that's the guy from Reanimator. No shit. Wow. Fuck. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> I thought he would look familiar. That's hilarious. But yeah, that's not well, even he, him. He, he's the friend from in from the crate in Creepshow. Okay. The one that's like, yeah, he's yep. in the crate. Uh, so. well, there you go. Well, guys, how would you make this movie any better? What, what are like some key takeaways that you think i already talked about kind of the static shots that's my one big thing that was kind of taking me out of the movie at points but also to its credit it made it less severe that's one thing if we're really trying to scare someone's guts out of their butts i think that the camera needs to change aid what what would you change <sighs> maybe speed it up a little bit i don't know i don't want to say it was a slow burn i don't think it was a slow burn but there were some parts where i felt that we didn't need to keep watching Joshua dragging her around every time. Like, or how make many her times do you have to wrap her? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, let's get to the point so we can kind of, because I think that maybe that's such an abrupt end. Like, I felt like the ending was rushed and maybe because they were running out of time. I don't know. But yeah, maybe just kind of get rid of those shots. And like, Joshua was not at all menacing or scary. Like, it was very doofy looking, I felt like, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, like chopping mom. Yeah, it was just kind of, you know, and like, again, that didn't fit with the tone or the, you know, a movie that takes itself seriously. So maybe maybe update some of those things. It's going to be hard going back to watch like Iron Man with that like weird robot arm and not be thinking that it's going to try and get Tony Stark pregnant now. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, what about you? What would you change? You got one key thing to change. If we kept everything the same, the one thing that I would change is at the end when she sees the baby. Make it a demon. Well, like little horns? Mm-hmm. Little goatee? Well, not like that cheesy, but little like hoops. <laughs> insinuate that it's actually a demon and whatever was little in this house was a, was a demon, not a tech, not a, not a technology. Ooh. Not one of those. <laughs> like, okay. So that it, okay. I like that. As you said it, you talked me into it because at first I was making fun of you, but by the end of it, I was on your team. There you go. <laughs> See, that's how I get all of them. Ah. <laughs> Doug, you got one thing to change. What do you change? Okay, so for my thing, I guess it's just kind of the overall um, severity of it. Like, I would have loved, because since it controls the house, I would have loved to see it, like, and controls the fans. Like, when people come in or try to save her, like, it makes the fans go up and it slices people's face off or it throws, like, their dog in the microwave or, you know, it's just, it's pouring hot water all over the, so, you know, it makes it more severe than just kind of her in the room. You know what I mean? It works all this like the stuff overload. It's like, oh, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to blow this fucking house up with the with turn the stove gas on or something, you know, (laughs) a higher kill count could be fun. Also, I think it could up the cheese factor if you wanted to. You could do it in two ways. You could either make it way more severe with higher kill count or a way less severe and silly with it. So. Yeah. Well, not really a kill count, but more like severe, like they're going through, they're getting hurt by all these things, like maybe chainsaws go off or the fans go off. Oh. My, so, you know what I mean? So it's like almost like they're just getting beat up throughout it. It could still be the same amount of people in the movie, but they're like tortured throughout the whole movie by this machine, which makes it more scary. So I it think. becomes Demon Saw instead of Demon Seed. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Or like a mix of if you guys have seen Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You remember, there's like a scene in there that always stuck with me that I thought would fit good in this, like where the paper shredder's going out and, all, and that girl's like on the wagon and it's pushing her down and all the electronics are going off. I thought that's what could have worked for this movie to make it zanier. Mm. Well, you know, it's weird because I know the theme of February is like killer, whatever, robots. Yeah. And I like couldn't think of anything. But Doug, you just made me think of a movie. Have you seen Colobos? Yes, I have. I have that on the Apple TV. When you talked about the. Like the blades. I forgot what you just said because I smoked too much in high school. But um, <laughs> like it made me think of that. And I was like, holy fuck, that house was like rigged kind of like with technology to like kill people. And I yeah, people. yeah, that was like a 90s version of Slaw. I remember it. Kolobosh. With uh, a K. With a yeah. K, yeah, yeah. Kolobosh. It's actually really good. I have the Arrow release of it. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, no, it, it's a really good movie. And it's and, got the uh, guy I, from, uh, from the fucking... He looks just like Elephant Man or whatever his face is. Mask. There we go. Colobus with a K. He's got mm-hmm. he's a ginger murderer and it's on Tubi for free. Yep. Eric Stoltz. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Mikey's laughing. He's just muting himself because he's probably laughing so hard that his dog is barking at him, thinking that he's like No. I have to mute because my microphone, I think it has a time limit on there or something because this happened last time, but it just shut off. So I'm using my computer, which is like sensitive and Olivia keeps going to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Taking lots of poops. 
what it was like a rental microphone where you run out of time you had to put a quarter in no i don't think it's the microphone i think it's audacity i don't know if it has me on like a setting after like 45 minutes to just go ahead and it cuts you off you've had enough broadcasting for today go outside go read a book (laughs) editor's note sadly it was not the microphone that stopped working but rather the software itself as such Jake made a Frankensteinian track with snippets from other audio to resurrect Mikey's nearly lost shamblings. If that is not worth a five-star review on iTunes, what is? Uh, I, you know what, Doug, I agree with you. I think more gore in this one would be a lot of fun. I I would love to see that. But Yeah, yeah, like like not just random people getting killed, but like just like, you know, she's getting her hand cut off and then it solderizes her. You know what I mean? It's like if she goes, tries to go down, it pours like hot tea water all over the floor or you got chainsaws or fans going off because it controls the whole house. So yeah. why not? You know? Yeah. Almost get to the point of like the cube where like you truly feel there is no escape and you truly feel like every part of it is a computer. That's one thing that they really could have done is show like how dependent we are on technology. Everything. The lights. Like how about a scene where they just turn out the lights, they close the shutters, and she's just alone in the dark for hours? That could trigger a lot of people and stuff. So I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that too. You guys put together a good movie right here. We just made a better movie. It's called Demon Sapling because we took the seed and we made it grow. Ah. So I get called out for making fun of Italians in the beginning, and then you do a Guido. I was not. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. And let no, me no, tell not you this. Now. Not now. In the begin, in the middle of the episode, you do a Guido, and now you're doing. I don't know what that is. I but. don't even know either. I just say things. <laughs> well, I'll just say, "Ay, pinche puta cabrón, hija de la chingada mierda." Oh so, my there you go. god! Here we go. <laughs> this is like when was the last episode that everybody's getting uh, <laughs> Donald Glover mixed up with people? <laughs> well, you thought he was the zebra. No, you thought he was no. the zebra. <laughs> We got Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock mixed up. Well, hey, to as make a it joke, fair, I said Don, Danny Glover was in Le- Leave the Weapon. We're talking we? about someone else. <laughs> to make it fair, I got confused between Fritz Weaver and the guy from Reanimator. So, oh, yeah, there you go. Anyway. judging. And anybody who thinks that you have to have an encyclopedic knowledge of all this shit, come on, grow up. Like, there's just too much shit in your life now. Like, I would love to see anybody, like, let's go back to like the 1600s and have them have like, a complete encyclopedic referential knowledge of anything with like we have to know about like so for instance i just started reading one piece because my uh cousin-in-law has been like dude you're gonna love it it's crazy you'll love it and i've been like no i don't want to read it the art is weird and it's a thousand fucking issues and then i finally broke and i started reading it and it starts with a kid stabbing himself in the face and i begrudge myself not reading it sooner but like i also felt like i can't read this because i don't have the threshold of knowledge to engage in this material. And I deprive myself of years of children stabbing themselves in the face. So don't let other people do that to you. No, no. It's hilarious. Jake 2024. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's my presidential campaign. More kids stabbing themselves in the face to become pirates. I, well, I, I think you gave a new presidential candidate their slogan. And they're going to say, yeah, I agree with him. So... <laughs> no mention for the metadata so we're about to run out of time so there's one thing i wanted to mention was the little girl dana larita played amy and she was actually a very good little actress I, she hasn't acted since 1982 she played the voice of sis in robin hood the one with robin hood and little john walking through the forest um, <laughs> oh but, the animal one yeah and so when she was yelling 
so goddamn boring, so goddamn boring. I want, that's my mantra when I'm at work all day. Like it was the exact <laughs> pitch and cadence and everything. It was amazing. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that she started saying that out of nowhere. The therapist was like, is it because you're going to miss me? Yeah, right. And I was like. Egocentric was much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and everybody like feel upset that she doesn't actually get electrified to death. I felt a little cheated cheated i was kind of hoping to she lived on to create 4chan so there you go <laughs> i was kind of hoping for a more grizzly death to be honest but that's fine yeah yeah well i mean i was a kid too so that's probably why she's like 13 <laughs> I know, she have you seen that. clown clown does not care how old you are yeah clown doesn't care if it was clown it'd probably stuff her in the microwave Oh my god, <laughs> that's fun! <laughs> All right, gang, take us. Start pitching us shit to sell people and ways that they can make us famous and rich. All right. Well, if you guys want to support us, please join our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/slasherspod. We have tiers from one dollar to ten dollars, or you can leave us a review. Or you can grab some brand new merch from our uh, Redbubble account at slasherspod.redbubble.com. Got t-shirts, hats, mugs, notebooks, clocks, shower curtains, underwear soon. Uh, Toblerone robot penises, you name it. Yeah, with Mikey's face on the tip. (laughs) Toblerone dildo. Well, that'd be great, too, because there's sometimes where a girl, she just doesn't want six cubes she just wants five cubes so you just snap it off and then just come back later i like the versatility of it okay let's google this do you think there are lego dildos no because you're gonna lose a piece in there just like doug's finger monsters lego i I googled it it's in yep they have it it's on etsy you can buy them oh my god (laughs) <laughs> How's it look? It's a, it's just a Lego minifigure holding a big black dick, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one with a teal dick and a pink. And oh, she has a Hitachi one. This one has a butt plug. What the fuck? No, oh. there, there's yeah, there is a Lego dildo. There's one. There's a Scooby Doo dildo, which I just looked at right now. Uh, oh. A banana dildo. Rutro. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that it would kind of <laughs> detract from the experience to have something like silly like that, but whatever. Oh, yeah. I've seen many things that dildo with enough motivation. <laughs> you know what they could do if they ever ran out of ghosts to catch? They could just put like a hole in it. Like, we were talking about like the dick hole that dug with the Japanese people that spin around, and the mm-hmm. glory hole could be the new mystery machine. Oh, we're talking about Scooby-Doo. Was that Scooby-Doo hardcore (laughs) tentacle hentai or? Yeah. All right. Sure it hasn't been done yet. Well, let's Google it. Editor's note. We Googled it. It was Mr. Sherman all (laughs) along. He's like, oh, you kids. As he's got Cthulhu pussy lips. He just has demon seed all over his mustache. It wasn't me. Yeah. Well, I got to figure out the name of that washing machine thing. It's it's, it's, it's probably (laughs) the RoboSuck 3000. And speaking of. There you spin. <laughs> Speaking of the RoboSuck 3000, we've changed uh, Gory Coleman's cinema fist fucking jamboree. Uh, Doug, tell all the, the kids about what the hip new jazz is on B Movie TV. Yeah. So, unfortunately, with Gory Coleman's, it's like uh, I was thinking, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Like, I, I had a few ideas for episodes, but it's like, what are we going to do? So, I have a bunch of stuff that I've, I created this character years ago called Grandpa Oats. 
And he's like this, uh, this kind of sleazy old man with a family. And I'm like, we could do a lot more with with like a like a sleazy family uh, show on B Movie TV. So right now the show is a uh, Grandpa Oates family wood chipper blender, uh, cinema blender. It's a mixture of that one too. We have. What did you have it, Jake? Because I think there's like three different titles. So I think it was the the. Oates family cinema wood chipper was the first one I said, but I think Grandpa Oates cinema wood chipper is what I said. But the only reason was because Cinema Blend was already an established brand. But okay, matter. yeah. So um, it's Grandpa Oates, and basically you're gonna sit down with his with his trashy family, and uh, there's gonna be fun little commercials in between. Uh, there's gonna be call centers. We're gonna do public access fan mail. So for all you people, you can uh, we're gonna make an email dedicated for Grandpa Oates, and he'll read your stuff and he'll watch your videos uh, on the show, and he'll react to it and probably puke. So basically, you got to wake the old geezer up, and he's gonna show you some really <laughs> crazy movies. We got. We got a good movie lined up for the first one. It's a cross-dressing nurse that kills people in a house. It's a lost 80s movie. And uh, that'll be the first one for the show. So it's it's a fun one. It's going to be a weird show. Um, so, yeah, definitely. Uh, Grandpa Oates, he's coming to B-Movie TV, and he's trashy. So hope you enjoy. Love it. I love it. Perfect. Well, that's exciting. Well, Doug, you're the one who introed this son of a bitch. So I think it's your job to take us home. All right. Well, I hope you guys all recharge your batteries and, you know, uh, charge up those Hitachis. Take your information of Demon Seed home. Watch it on Roku. Uh, you know, w- watch us on B-Movie TV. Uh, you subscribe to our Patreon. We got all that good stuff here. And without that being said, goodbye and good die.